Meatballs, meatballs. This is Meatball Fulton. We rarely do stories that are scary, but we have done a few things like Stephen King's The Mist, Carlos Fonte's Aura, Sticks by Carl Edward Ragnar. They were part of a series called The Cabinet of Dr. Fritz. Fritz is a rubber head the size of a normal head with perfectly sculptured ears, and inside the head are the inner ear chambers and the microphones. It can capture three-dimensional sound. It's especially effective when you're listening with headphones and someone walks up behind Fritz. It sounds like they're walking up behind you. Now here's a brief backstory. We were trying for a grant for the cabinet of Dr. Fritz. There was something called the Satellite Program Development Fund. It was very competitive. They also required a 15-minute pilot as an example of the series. So I decided to adapt The Bleeding Man by Craig Street. The story is narrated by a Native American, and I found an actor, Reno Thunder. He not only sounds like the real thing, he is the real thing. The father pulled the baby up and beat him into breathing. He laid the baby on the bed and went outside the house. After a little while, my sister by law got to her feet and she staggered after him. I tried to stop the bleeding of the baby's chest, but I was too scared about my brother and my sister by law. I ran outside. They laid side by side in the black earth of the garden. They were dead and five days decayed. When I brought in Tim Clark to do the music, Tim asked, how much of this 15-minute pilot will the panelists actually listen to? And I knew that the panelists for the National Endowment for the Arts were required to listen to at least 30 seconds. After that, they could raise their hand, which meant, I've heard enough. I said to Tim, maybe they'll listen to three minutes tops. And Tim said, let's make it so they can't stop listening. And that's how he did the music. So it built and built and built. But one more bit and then I'll play The Bleeding Man. I had a deadline and it was a real killer. I had to get the pilot finished and off the following day. So I'm all alone in the studio. It's now 2.30 in the morning. I have everything ready to mix, the voices, the music and sound effects, everything but one effect. It's the sound of the bleeding man drinking his own blood. I have Fritz, the head, mounted on a six-foot stand in the studio. All I have to do is breathe into the back of Fritz's head, but there's a tricky part. As the blood is flowing out of the bleeding man's chest, he begins to collect it in his palms. And then at the precise moment when he drinks his own blood, that's when I make the sound by slurping liquid out of my own hands. And I have to get the timing exactly right Everything is on a 16-track machine. Back then, that's what we used. So I have two tracks free to record my breathing and slurping. In the control room, I roll the tape back, hit record, run into the studio, shutting the double doors behind me. I put on the headphones and wait for my cue. Here's what I'm listening to. Can you hear me? I'm not going to hurt you. I have a glass beaker. I am only going to collect a little of your 
blood. You can hear me breathing onto the back of Fritz's head. Never stops flowing from his chest. God, it's incredible. My cue is coming up. There. I'm leaving. I pour liquid into my open palms. What? What are you... He's cupped his hands. And then I slurp it. He's collecting his blood. But I miss my cue. I go back into the control room, roll the tape back again, hit record, run into the studio, wait for my cue, and miss it again. But now it's three in the morning, and I'm getting desperate. On the fourth try, I roll the tape way, way back, so I'll have plenty of time to get ready. I hit record. I stroll into the studio, shutting the doors, put on my headphones. I'm listening. I'm waiting. I'm getting ready to pour the liquid into my open palms and start slurping. When suddenly I hear the studio doors burst open and someone comes running up behind me and I scream, oh, and leap into the air and literally spin around while I'm in the air, something I didn't know I could do. And there's no one. There's no one there. I'm all alone. What happened is this. When I pushed the record button on the 16 track, I hadn't pushed it hard enough, so it wasn't recording. Instead, what it was doing was playing back the take I'd already done, which of course included my hurrying from the control room into the studio and running up behind Fritz to the exact same spot where I was standing. It sounded so real, I spooked myself. By the way, I found out later that the panelists did listen to the whole story. They couldn't stop listening. And we got the grant. For four months, they were prisoners of the child. Five days before he was born, the child began to fear leaving the valley. The fear did not last long, but it lasted long enough for his father to put poison in their food without the child's knowing. They ate the poison, the mother, the father, and the child. I'm getting used to. I'm used to seeing his blood, but still, I find it unsettling. Does he ever stop bleeding? He's never stopped. He's a biological impossibility. Is he human? I believe that's what the government has sent you here to decide. I'm glad he's no longer my responsibility. Oh, God. Impossible. It just keeps flowing out of him. Why is he smiling? What is he staring at? Why don't you ask him? I want to know all about him. How did he get that way? <sighs> he has no name, no official name. We call him Job, sort of a nickname. We gave him that. Fascinating. Answer. I did not come here to be entertained by some droll little tale about his nickname, please. Friendly, aren't you? The government doesn't pay me to be friendly. It pays me to do a job. 
How long has he been this way? It's all in my report. If you'd like to read it, then possibly Dr. I can... Dr. Santel, I'll read your report later. I trust it is thorough. Yes, quite thorough. The child felt the poison and changed it into water in his belly. He felt great sadness in his heart and in anger because they did not want him to live. They did not want him to be born into a world they had grown sick of. It was not their right to choose for him because his power was greater than theirs. He did not change the poison flowing through them to water. His hatred was at them, for they had let the world beat them. They began the agony of poison dying, but they could not die. He's approximately 23 years old and has always been like this, bleeding since birth. I just can't believe this. Surely some form of surgery, some sort of chemical no, therapy no, would- No, 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 we've tried all of those in the seven years he's been here. Psychochemistry, primal reconditioning, biofeedback, none of it has had any effect. He's a biological impossibility. What is his rate of bleeding? It varies. Somewhere between two and three pints an hour. That's not possible. No one can possibly He can bleed. and does. He doesn't do anything normally. I can give you ten reasons why he should be dead. Don't ask me why he isn't. I've seen enough. Show me to my office. I'm ready to read your report. I sat with them through this time. I sat with my brother and my sister by law, and they told me these things through their agony. They screamed to die, but the child was punishing them for letting the world beat them. I, Natari, did not want to see the child born into this world. I feared his coming. There was nothing I could do. He came to birth. He should be dead. How could he have lived at all? Dr. Santel? Report to me immediately. <laughs> I don't have to, sweetheart. I'm off the case, remember? <gasps> You're drinking. Well, now that you mention it, perhaps you care to join me? Dr. Santel, do I have to remind you that you are responsible to me? You may be discharged from this case in your professional capacity, but your standing orders are to cooperate with me. Miss Dow, I am cooperating. I'll stay out of your way, you stay out of mine. Do you realize to whom you are talking? <sighs> oh, yes. Are you sober enough to answer a few questions? I'm drunk enough to answer any questions you have. I don't think I could answer them sober. I realize it is quite natural for you to resent me. I'm responsible for your termination at this installation. Yet, we're both professionals, Dr. Santel. We can't let emotional considerations enter into this. There is no place for emotion. Oh, hell. That's easy enough for you to say you don't have any. Thank you. That's quite enough. It's not enough. You can't the just come The subject is closed. It was not a child like expected. He bled. His chest was bleeding. I had expected hot, roaring fires. I had expected a child of frightful appearance. It was but a small baby that bled and could not talk. Now what about his parents? Didn't you read my report? It said they committed suicide. I have to know more than that. You didn't list your sources of information on his early life. I need to know- Ask Natari. He can tell you everything. Who? Natari, his uncle. He comes every week to visit his nephew. Natai used to exhibit him at the carnival until we discovered him and brought him here. 
If you turn to the financial report near the back, you'll see that we pay him a small gratuity for the privilege of studying his nephew. We pay him by the week, and he stops in to pick up his check and talk to his relative. Talks to his relative? Yes, Natari talks to Joe every week for an hour. Does he understand? I don't know. The father pulled the baby up and beat him into breathing. He laid the baby on the bed and went outside the house. After a little while, my sister by law got to her feet and she staggered after him. I tried to stop the bleeding of the baby's chest, but I was too scared about my brother and my sister by law. I ran outside. They laid side by side in the black earth of the garden. They were dead and five days decayed. Can you hear me? I'm not going to hurt you. I have a glass beaker. I am only going to collect a little of your blood. Never stops flowing from his chest. There. I'm leaving. What? What are you... He's cupped his hands. He's collecting his blood. He's drinking. Drinking his own blood. I took the little one into my home but the bleeding sickened my old woman and she died. So I took the bleeding one to the traveling show. The white people there did not sicken and die at the sight of his bleeding. What happened? Here, t take a sip of this. <coughs> Here, take another one. It's only whiskey. What happened? Uh, uh, he, he drank his own blood. What? Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Are you absolutely sure he drank his own blood? Of course I am. God, he, he's an animal. Damn. He did it on purpose. Just because I collected a beaker of his blood. You collected a beaker of his blood? That's what I said. Oh God, it's happened again. What the hell are you talking about? When I heard you scream, I came running. There's no glass on the floor. Don't be ridiculous. I had it with me. Hoberman, this is Santel. Have room 473 search for a glass beaker. Delay is feeding time if you have to, but find that beaker. What's wrong? Look, something strange has developed in the last few weeks. Our monitors have been picking up unusual activity levels. His heartbeat and galvanic skin responses have been fluctuating wildly. What does that have to do with the glass? Well, a week ago, during one of his strange activity levels, the observation port on the wall of his room disappeared. Disappeared? How? I have no idea. We found traces of melted glass on the floor of his room. But what disturbs me the most is that we could detect no coronary activity at the time of the disappearance. What? That's right. For two hours, his blood was circulating and his heart wasn't functioning. He's not human, is he? In lines all around the tent, they would stand to pay good money to see the bleeding one. They all wanted to see him bleeding, and they were not sickened by it. 
and they did not die. The government people came and took the bleeding one from me. And that is all there is to the story, and it is the truth. This is what you're looking for. His blood type is O-lateral. Perfectly normal blood? Yes. It's too bad the government won't let us use it. At the rate he produces it, he could supply into city all by himself. We are going to use his blood. And a lot more. That's why I was sent to take charge. What? You mean the government changed its policy? That's what I said. Why? We've given transfusions of his blood to prisoners, and it seems to have no bad effects. You've studied him for seven years. Do you have any idea how something like him is possible? Did you listen to Natalia's explanation? <laughs> that lunacy. Look, his version is the only evidence we have. Technically, is he human? I would say he is. Very well. I'm going to give the final go-ahead. For what? Dr. Santel. What's wrong? He's gone crazy. He's pushing through the door. The door's buckling. He's coming out. That's impossible. Give me that. Get the security guards. Use stunners. He's gone berserk. He's coming this way. Joe, stop. Stop. Go back. Stop. You can't stop him. You there. Use your stunners. Aim for his head. I repeat, aim for his head. Good shooting. He's still alive. Is there much damage to his head? He's still alive. He's very much alive. I know he is too powerful to have a name. I am waiting for him. I am telling all this so I will not have to tell it again, and so that this warning is given to all who would have dealings with him. He is not ready to do what he will one day do. Do not walk in the shadow. Leave him alone, for he is not you. For 23 years, he has been gathering power. That is all I have to say. CBS.org.